It's Coco and Breezy, and you're listening to the Coco and Breezy podcast. If you want to feel inspired, feel like you're hanging out with your homegirls, and hear us keep it 100, then you're at the right place. This is a safe space. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Coco and Breezy. And if you don't know a little bit about us, we are founders of Coco and Breezy Eyewear, co-founders of the Lorca, and we are DJs and producers. Let's get right into it. Hey, what is poppin'? (laughs) What's up? So we're excited. Um, First of all, Spec, the other night was fire. We Mm. had fun um, DJing last minute. Breezy Mm -hmm. was in bed and I literally had just done a face mask. And I didn't know we were still like going to play. So I was like, hold on, Breezy, get up. And Breezy's so grumpy when she's tired. Very grumpy. So I'm happy that um, she got up. Yes. I'm happy you guys got up too, man. Everybody really enjoyed it. Everybody like, like, dang, this is the vibe right here. Y'all brought the whole vibe to the, to the whole event. And just the fact that we had 28 speakers and everybody was literally taking all these notes down and all these gems down just to end the night like that with a good vibe after all that hard work and studying and learning. I thought yes. it was a blessing. So you guys definitely blessed uh, the people for sure. Thank you. And then what, what were you saying earlier? Um, like what's the, I know you've had your podcast for a while. Mm-hmm. What's like the best way? Cause we're new to this. So what's like mm-hmm. an awesome tip you can give to us? Cause you're our first yeah. guest. Yeah. Just, just make sure that you guys don't get lost into the whole interviewing thing. Just make sure, you know, if you do an interview, you do three cocoa and breezies and then one interview. Three Cocoa and Breezy did one interview instead of it being the opposite way around because the interview is the easiest thing to do. You come on, you ask questions. It's like the lazy way of just like, you know, getting getting information to the people, but still you don't really have to do that much work, even though the interview is still valuable. So I would definitely say keep keep your brand in the forefront. Totally. Mm -hmm. Well, we're excited to talk to you. Um, so one thing about us is that you inspire us because you're super multifaceted, mm-hmm. you know, like you do music and, you know, the, what you do is very different in our business world. And so um, something that Breezy and I have kind of like, we've not struggled with, but in the beginning of our artistry, when we were getting more into music, um, mm-hmm. we, it was difficult for us to find the balance for people to understand us in the entrepreneur, in the entrepreneur world. So they'd be like, oh, are you guys, um, like, they want to take us seriously, right? So we go into a meeting, we're not wearing a suit. And then if we are, you know, expressing our creativity, but we have intellectual conversations, then they took us seriously, right? And so for us, actually, especially you changed my life. You want to know why? Yeah, why? Tell me. Because that one day we all hung out after, um, it was the day we hung out after your show. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of insecure and I was like caring about what people thought of me in a way where I didn't want them to compare me to like the groupies mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of thing. But I was very insecure about it. Mm-hmm. But what changed my life is you told me a quote that was, <laughs> you told me a quote and you're like, you, one, I learned that I was very uptight. And then two, um, you told me a quote just to like not care what people think and to live my life. Cause why, why does it matter what other people like care about and don't you don't have to prove yourself to anybody? Mm-hmm. And literally after that day, 
I stopped snappy on people because I used to, remember I used to be snappy. Yeah, yeah. You was you was you was you had a little bite for sure. Yeah, I'm not I'm not snappy anymore. And literally wow. you changed my life that day and I stopped being snappy. And so now um me and Breezy, we actually live with a new quote and mission. And our new mission when we move around life is what was to erase the ego. Erase the ego. Ooh, so I yeah. love that. Yes. You know? Yes. That's fire. I love that. Erase like you, erase, you erase the ego. And <laughs> the crazy part about that is that when you erase the ego, it changes the way you live life <laughs> because mm-hmm. you spend so much time caring about what someone else thinks. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the crazy part is that, like, even being a leader, right? Mm-hmm. You might have your team or your employees that have ideas, but as a leader, you might, like, there's some people that have ego. And they feel like they have to have the right answer first, even if their employee had the idea. Mm-hmm. Let's you know? go back to the multifaceted okay, thing. Fine. Okay, so fine. Let's go no, but that's the- good. That's good. I, I like where she's going there. I, I like that. Let, finish it up. We can get back yeah. to the multifaceted. But just so, land that plane. Exactly. So even like when you have an idea, once you erase mm-hmm. the ego, you, you just let people live. So if someone may say an idea to you and they're mm-hmm. so excited to tell you that idea. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the ego would be like, I already thought about that. About that. But once you let the ego down, you're able to embrace others. And you're able to lift your team up and the people around you. Yes. Yes. The great thing about like the the, the saying, I like I already have thought about that or I was saying that. I don't even say that. Like great leaders just let it be. Right. If you exactly. came up with something that you already came up with and they say it, it's like, oh, that was great. You know, it's a great idea. Like you don't have to say you thought of it already or you can't. You don't have to say like, oh, that was Oh, you you was dope for creating that. You just oh, that was great. I like that. Like exactly. you already thought of it, so of course you like it. Because even with mentors, this is a mentor hack. If your mm-hmm. mentor says something you already know, don't tell him you already knew it. Just say like, okay, right. thank you. Write it down, right? Because that's why he's doing it. He's doing it, or she's doing it to give back. But if you know it all, then why why am I going to help you if you know it all? So you kind of, so you set yourself back by knowing it all. Like, and the best thing to do for mentorship is just, uh, just shake your head, write notes, shake your head, write notes. Thank you for sharing that with me. And no matter if you know a hundred percent of everything right. she said or he said, but you, you still leave it open to them feeling like you're coachable. Cause when they feel like you're coachable, they'll give you your, their all. But if they feel like you think you know it all, even though you like you meant no harm by saying, "Oh, I knew that, I knew that, I knew that," they might say, "Like, well, damn, you know it all, then why you need my help?" So it's just good to just right. your team, so your true. mentorship, all that stuff. Like, you just say, "Man, thank you, thanks for sharing that." Right? Thank yes. you. I like that. Yeah, that's so real. Mm-hmm. Now going back to what Breezy was asking being, mm-hmm. about being multifaceted. So for those, I mean, everyone knows who you are, but you can tell you can tell those that. They know who Pretty Ricky, but they may not know about Mm -hmm. the entrepreneur side. Yeah. So, man, um, started my journey. First of all, my name is Spectacular Smith. I'm going to just start from scratch, right? Yeah, I know Spectacular Smith. He's the one that um, we was listening to you in middle school when we weren't supposed to. Hip rolling, middle school, being fast. Somebody was dancing. Yeah. So I started off, uh, I started off in, you know, like you said, in third grade, dancing, having fun uh, as a kid transition to my life um as an entrepreneur in sixth grade selling candy to you know living with my dad 
after, you know, him being in prison for 12 years and making me come live with him, which was, you know, the best decision in my life. My dad was like a drill sergeant and um, going through the process of transitioning from my mom to my dad's house, him being so strict, you know, he was like, man, listen, you know, you're dancing. I see what you're doing. Like, but come get in a group and dance with your brothers. And from that point, you know, I decided to entertain. And my dad was like, yo, give, no, it was actually a producer named Jim Johnson say, hey, give Speck a verse. I did one verse on stage after dancing. All the girls went crazy. It was like, you know what? Put Speck on all the songs. So I had to teach myself how to rap. I never wanted to rap. It was never my passion. I always wanted to perform. Even to this day, my passion is not writing music, doing music like my passion is on stage. And if you ever went to a Pretty Ricky concert, you can tell, you know, I love to do what I do on stage. And, and it's, it's always been like that. And from that time of going through the ups and downs is Pretty Ricky, I realized that my dad was handling all the money, messed the money up my whole career. I literally only got $20,000 out of my whole career, millions of dollars made, uh, tens of millions of dollars made. My dad handled the money. He messed it up. And, you know, I, it's, I started from scratch, got kicked out the house, end up, you know, living with my my girlfriend, which is my fiance right now, and transition from understanding that I can make money off of tweeting from one call I got from a guy named Matty J. And he told me I could make money off of tweeting. And I was just, I, I was just like, all right, cool. I took it serious. I was broke. I was homeless at the time. I moved with my, my, uh, my spouse at the time and I had my son with me and going through the process of learning something brand new after being in a group, everybody thinking you rich, you're famous, you're on top of the world, 17 million albums and singles sold worldwide, top 10 hits, like all that, you know, you name it, your body, grind on me, hotline, all that. And to be dead broke living in, in your girl mom house in the same room that she grew up in was, was something I had to really pay attention to and figuring out how can I do this. And that's when I got introduced to social media. And I took it serious from that point forward. And I started thinking of ways I can be creative on building a massive following. And I came up with like different parody accounts, Cat Williams, Will Ferrell, Kevin Hart, Angelina Jolie, and even created a hundred million dollar brand called Grumpy Cat. And from that hundred million dollar brand, I started really monetizing. I monetized like, you know, $30,000, $40,000 a month. So I went from zero dollars to within the first Three months, I already cracked $100,000 off of just figuring out how to see what the people like and connected with. And that's how I grew my followers. And then transition from that to not only helping myself, but realizing that celebrities and people who have a massive following didn't know how to monetize. So I, I knew that I had something that they didn't. So I wanted to give back every, every great business is solving the problem. And I felt like the music industry, people had worked all these years to build this following up. And they didn't just cause they didn't have a hit in 2000, since 2004. Don't mean no, they don't have core audience that was willing to support them. So mm-hmm. I came and brought my formula to the table. It was like, listen, I'm making all this money. And then I brought it back to the, to the culture, to the, to the community, to these, artists that put all this work in over the years and start building their followers up. And I was like, listen, I'm going to help you monetize it. And as a black entrepreneur, nobody takes you serious. And people think just because I'm spectacular from Pretty Ricky, people was taking me serious. It was really a joke to them, you know, because at the time that I created the Grumpy Cats and all these, 
uh, different parody accounts, I was like, man, I got to try to get as many followers as I can. So I created, you know, uh, uh, a way that I felt like would go viral, get as many people talking about it as possible. I put some elements together and I created something I felt was viral and I put on some red draws and I started dancing in front of a camera and it went viral, right? I was one of the first videos to ever go viral. I made a million dollars off that video and, you know, it did, it, it did its purpose and did saying, I was like, well, hold up. Let me race this off the internet. <laughs> let me get this. Let me get this. Get this video on out of here. So uh, I made my money and and pretty much transitioned from that to understanding that not only I can do it for myself, but I can do it for other people. The every average day entrepreneur. And I created my agency where I started helping people, and they started paying me a, a fee for it as a service. And then from that aspect, I realized eh, I could go a little deeper. So what I did was I created a online business school where now I can teach others how to do the same for themselves. So no matter who you are, you can be an everyday person, no technical skills, not being social media savvy, no college degree. And I can teach you not only how to build your social media following, I can teach you how to start a business and I can also teach you how to monetize it. And not only I'm going to teach you, but I'm going to give you access to my team that I spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on every single year to have staff that's that credible and that experience and give you access to them and also give you access to my millionaire entrepreneur friends that's going to coach you and train you. And I started my academy called Spectacular Academy. That's so dope. It's so crazy because I, um, again, like I was saying with being multifaceted, being in the space and you did that viral video. Mm -hmm. How was it even like when you went back on tour? Because did your employees ever see you perform live? Like, I think they all? have and they just haven't told me because it's like <laughs> to me, I feel like it's Clark Kent and Superman. Clark Kent get in the office. He got his glasses on. He got his button up on. He got his <laughs> shirt tucked in. You catch me on stage. I'm back flipping. I'm humping on girls. I'm grinding. I'm tongue flicking. Like it's, it's just it's just tapping into your to ego. And I think that's what it is when I'm on stage. And then when I get in the office, it's a total different atmosphere and conversation for me. Right. And, and really you tap into who you are at the time. And, and it's just like Beyonce, Sasha Fierce, like she on stage with Sasha Fierce. Then she turned into Beyonce with her clothing line or, you know, blue, yeah, uh, blue Ivy, you know? So it, it all depends on what mode, what modes you catch me in on who you get. But majority of the time, I'm this person you're talking to now. You know what, though? At the end of the day, and I think that it's so important, like, for us, again, like, Breezy and I used to care so much about what people thought about us. And mm-hmm. I think it, it kind of stemmed from our childhood. You know, you have, like, mm-hmm. some childhood traumas from being bullied, and then it carries yeah. in your head. And even once you actually become successful, you still sit with these, like, traumas in your head, and no one knows. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it, like, eats you up inside. And you know? something that we've also been working on is that in, in business and in emotions, it's learning to not take things personally mm-hmm. and also figure out where things stem from. Yeah. Not only for yourself, but for other people. So a lot of times when like people are like mad at you or if someone's upset, they're usually not mad at you, but there's some, some deeper reasons why they're upset and why they're mad. And so I'm even yes. learning through like when we meet people to stop thinking like, oh, why are they judging the way I'm dressing? But in reality, they only know what they see what they see and they might see someone that wears a blue suit or a woman that's wearing like a a longer like dress pant and a dress shoe not 
a business. They may not see a businesswoman that's wearing a, a, a white, white tank top with no bra. Yeah, like that, mm. that's a new entrepreneur. But I think yeah. that the cool part is that we, like the three of us and a, a lot of other people that are part of in our networks, we're changing the stereotypes. Yeah. And we're creating a new narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's, gr- what's great about what y'all are saying is like, there's no rules to this. Yep. It's, it's what you, it's, it's who you feel like you are and who you know you are and what you want to portray to the world is either they want it or they don't. Like, you ain't got to do business with me because I got no shirt on and no bra. Like, I mean, a, a shirt, a tank top on and no bra. Like, all right, cool. It ain't going to stop these bars you about to get. It ain't going to stop this strategy you about to see. It ain't going to yeah. stop these sales that's about to come in. So what you want? You want the guy with the suit and tie on or you want the guy who's going to go ahead and run this tab up for you for the low yep. speed? So it's like, it all depends. So you got to, man, like what I, under, what I understand in business is really about your result. It don't even matter about all that stuff in the front end. Like long as you got integrity and, and you're doing things the right way, that's all count. It don't really matter about how people feel about you. It's like either it's going to be people that want to do business with you as people that don't. It's some people yeah. love me, some people that don't. Either or, I don't care. Like the people who with me gonna be with me. It ain't a, it ain't yeah. enough space for everybody anyway, right? Exactly. My table only is so long. So it's either you got to seat at the table, or you don't. So if you don't want to be part of the table, that's your loss. So this ship gonna sail regardless. So I seen you, man. Y'all, man, listen. Y'all had glue on y'all glasses when I first seen y'all, right? Yeah. And, and and honestly, like I was always a, a believer since the beginning. How long ago was that? That was like over 10 years ago because... Over 10 years ago. Yeah, so like like think about that and and, and just see how people evolve into who they are now. Like y'all product is premium. It's a premium product. But if somebody was to judge you based on where you first started, then you wouldn't be able to become the person you are now and for people to see that. But I... I have, listen, my vision goes so far. People don't even be understanding. When I be seeing stuff, people don't be seeing it. So when I seen glue glasses, I seen stars from day one. It ain't matter if it was some glued on stones. I already know. If, if you would have came in a time machine and told me back then, 10 years ago, and say, Spec, they, I'm going to look like this. Let's show the Instagram. It's going to be some called Instagram. Yeah. And this is what we going to look like. And I'm like, yo, that's what I thought anyway. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. So people got to be able to, see the potential in people. And I think so many times mm-hmm. people judge a book by its cover. They don't even take a chance to really dig deeper. And, and I think I dig deeper in my relationships. It's not about the person on the surface level. It's like, what's mm-hmm. inside? Like, who is that person as an individual? Like I could see a, I could see a snake. I could see a damn wolf in sheep clothing. I could see all that. So mm-hmm. you might think you high in it, but Mm-hmm. To somebody that I've been through the ups and downs and I've seen it all, it's kind of hard to really pull wool over my eyes. So I can see the potential and I can see the snakes in the grass, no matter if it's cut or not. Yeah, that's so real. It's funny to even think back, like how we first got in touch with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, I, I have the vivid memory in my head right now. We were mm-hmm. living in Minnesota, still working at the mall. I think, I don't know if we t- tweeted you or something happened like that. Yeah, we definitely probably, of course, we probably tweeted you because you weren't tweeting us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we want spectacular to wear our glasses. Mm. So we hit you up. And we did we send you a pair of those glasses? You sent me. I wore them. I, I think I, I wore them a few times. Yeah, you yeah, supported. We, and we were hyped. And we knew, we knew you were going to be our friend one day. <laughs> you yeah. know, but it's just crazy because, like, 
it's so dope to even think back like where we were at that time in our lives. And to see all of our evolutions. I think that's yes. another thing that's like so dope and key is like keeping good energy around you. Because you mm. can see like back then we all weren't these entrepreneurs that we are today. Back. But we knew that we kept the good energy and the good people around us. Yes. Um, I think it's important to keep good vibes and those people. Like I, I feel like you are who you surround yourself with. Absolutely. Absolutely. And y- your intake becomes your, your, your outtake. Your input becomes your output. So it's the same thing with your surroundings. So if you around negative people, automatically you're going to have that negative energy because energy is, is not something that happens. It's transferable. So if you got nothing but negative energy that's around you, then guess what? You're going to become negative automatically, exactly. no matter which is transferring straight to your positivity. So it's watering it down. So you got to just detach away from people that's negative and continuously keep the people that's going to support you and people that's going to push you and motivate you. You know, and that's who you want around you, man. Like that's and be and being there for each other. Cause so many times people with the, with, with the fake stuff, like I, like it's either you, you are, or you not, you know, <laughs> you are, or are you not like, and that's it. So it's like either breezy, you, 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 what's up? What we doing? All right, cool. I got you. Say no more spec. All right, I'm in my pajamas, but I don't know. Let me see if I get sis up. I see you cool. I respect. All right, let's run it. Boom. It was nothing like it was. It was nothing forced. It wasn't. It was straight vibes. It was straight yeah. vibes. And and the crazy part is that before I even asked you guys, I thought about my my tour DJ, and then I thought about the person who gave me the idea for the DJ, and then they flicked me out. And then I just show how easy it was for you guys. And even I said this, I said this to my girl. I said, listen, Coco and Breezy really showed me not to force the issue because right. I was forcing the issue. And with you guys, it was so, it was so easy. It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a natural, I got you. Like, yep. I, like I, I mess with you, spec. I got you, whatever you need, I'm here for you. And the same thing, vice versa. If you guys ever call me on anything, even though it's something like DJ and we quarantine it anyway, but at the same time, it's like, you know, if y'all called me and say, hey, spend raising some money or I'm doing like you already know I'm getting on and we're going to have a we're going to have a talk. And no matter how long it is and how long, long the conversation need to be, we're going to sit there and we're we going to have the conversation until we feel like the goal is, is, is done. And yep. and that's what it taught me. It taught literally this happened yesterday or today, whatever that time I think it was yesterday. And, and I literally said this out my mouth. I said, listen, we have to stop forcing things. If, yes. it ain't got a, if it ain't got a natural flow, it don't don't even worry about it. You know, you try it. Ain't, it ain't flow good. Like, don't force this. My 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 personality. I go hard. Like, and that's how mm-hmm. I got my success. Like, I don't take no for an answer. You tell me no. You got to tell me no for your whole life. If I want what you got. Yeah. Like, right. If I want that, you want literally have to tell me no until you tell me yes. Just to shut me up. Like, so I'm like that, too, when it comes to getting things done. So even like the person who gave me the runaround, like I was texting him three, four times. What's up? What we doing? Like, what's up? Because I talked to him already. He say like, yeah, man, I got to do blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, yo, what we doing? What we doing? What's up? Where you at? Hey, bro, look, give me 10 more minutes. Like, and I was on his head. But then I thought about it. And then like I called you. I was like, yeah, I got you. Spec. Boom. I called you late. He was like, yo, I got you. And it was done. It was yeah. no, it wasn't forced at all. And I feel like all relationships should work like that. And for me, from that point that we just went through, my whole life from this point forward is going to be just like that. If that shit forced, if I got to hit you up too many times, that's dead, mm-hmm. right? If it's going to flow and you got me, you got me. Because I know it's reciprocated at all times with me. 
And if I mess with you, it ain't too much you got to say to not get me to mess with you. Like, you really have to do something drastic for me not to fuck with you no more. And that's just yes. how I am, right? And as and, and long as the vibes are good, the intentions are good, and you know exactly what you're doing and why you're doing it, like, and, and we both have great energy together, like, sky's mm-hmm. the limit on what we can do as a team, as a unit. And that's what it takes. Yeah, I mean, you know, the cool part, too, is that, like, sometimes things can be forced and not forced. And even if someone says no, it may not be like they don't fuck with you. It might just be like, yeah. you know, it's not the right time, the energy yeah. at the time. Or, like, yes. the synergy at that time just isn't there. And it's yeah. not even worth forcing it. Yeah. 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 No, 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 it's just a temporary. Yes. But I'm talking about based on relationships. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm talking about like, like if we cool, then if I put a call in and you good, you free, then it should be no issue. And if it's not good, then you should be transparent enough to say, yo, spec, like I got this. There's no way I can do it, bro. See if you can get somebody else. And when you do that, people love that. But don't like don't pick up no more. And like the dude that it that it happened with, I knew him since I was in, I was in high school. We sold candy together. So it's like, come on, bro. Like for real. So, so for me, like I said, it's either you in or you out. Right. You know what I learned about people? Some people don't have good communication. And I I agree. And I learned this and it's, it's in between, um, people that like are friends, either people that you date, people that are in your, your employees. There are some people that will keep giving you the runaround. And they, they're not even bad people, but they keep giving you the runaround because they're afraid to face reality. And yes. this is something that we teach our team. Is that I remember we had a, an employee one time that came late a few times. And mm-hmm. I was just like, and they would have the runaround. And I said, I'd mm-hmm. rather you keep it 100 and say, hey, I'm late because of X, Y, and Z. than you pulling up like nothing happened. Right, right, right. You know, or if you don't want to do something, say no, as opposed to giving the runaround, because we are we're, we're women of our word. Yeah, and ownership is key. Ownership is key. And like, but like I'm saying, I'm not saying not met, not to mess with the person no more. It's like you try, and then like if it ain't flow, it ain't flow. Catch right. me later. It's not necessary. Ban them. I'm exactly. just saying, like I'm gonna throw you the I'm gonna throw you the text if I ain't get no answer. But I ain't finna like be on the follow because that's just my personality. Like, I don't, like, I, I don't, I don't take no for answer, but now it taught me like, listen, if that shit ain't flow, if, if he say boom and I hit him and he'll answer, all right, cool. We good. Right. But yeah, I think that communication mm-hmm. changes everything though. Cause like ownership is so yeah, real, but literally, um, it's like, you can be late for something or even if you're late on a project, I even learned recently, like if I have a deadline for something, and I may not know, I might not get it done. Right. Some people will keep delaying it and delaying it and yeah. like turning in two days late but without, without, saying, without saying like they feel like it's better to just turn it in two days late, but they're afraid to send that email and say like, Hey, can I get four more hours? Exactly. You mm-hmm. know? So like once you actually take the ownership of communication and don't be afraid of what the outcome's going to be. But even with yeah. friendships, I feel like even yeah. with friendships, kind of like what you're saying is when people give you the, when you ask for a favor and they give you the running round, I would respect you to say no, as opposed to ignoring a phone call or making an excuse. Right. Just say, no, I can't, I can't do it this time. That's cool. And it's way better that way. But like you said, people got, people, when it comes to accountability or, or fessing up or not saying no, some people don't like to say no. They feel, they feel uneasy about it. But, mm-hmm. you know, long story short, man, 
the people who do have communication issues, don't force the issue. Like if it happens, it happens. Don't it don't. And then just let it flow. That's so real. How do you feel like me and Breezy, we, um, now that we're finally home and going through our quarantine, I feel like I've been like the most creative yes. I've ever been. And also I feel like mentally and spiritually, I feel like whole and grounded and grounded. I haven't mm. felt this grounded in a while because mm. we've been taking time out to like sleep. Before I would only get like four or five, maybe five hours of sleep. But now like I'm trying to get eight hours of sleep every night because like we have time to do it. There's no excuse right now to not get sleep. Man. Like, we, we need to like take care of our bodies and it's so important yeah. for us to take care of our bodies. But are you yeah. into like, do you do yoga or like go to the gym like, meditate. or meditate? Or- yeah, I meditate. So yeah, when, as soon as I get up, the first thing I do is meditate for 20 minutes. I do meditation and uh, and then I do three minute affirmations and then after that you sound like I, breezy huh you said you sound like breezy this is yeah, like yeah. she yep, I, do, I do i do i do visualizations and affirmations together this is breezy all day yeah 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 my my goal my goal i just i just had i had my goal for a year my revenue goal for a year and when it happened i 4x my goal so I've been waiting a whole year to hit my, my revenue goal. And then the last two months, no, this month, I multiply my goal times two. And for the month, I multiply it times four. No, yeah, I multiply it times four my revenue. It's my highest revenue goal ever. I multiply it times four in the last two months. That's amazing. I visualized that thing literally for a whole year. It might have been two years. I visualized it in like, the whole I played the whole scenario out of my head and it happened exactly how I envisioned it. The only thing is like we was home when it happened versus my office. Yeah. I love that. I'm such a huge believer in like visualizing and speaking to existence and Absolutely. affirmations. Yes. I think if people don't realize that they sleep on it, but that's why I'm so careful with my words. Yes. I'll take three back. I'm not gonna breezy. Is a little bit more aware than I am sometimes. She I'm very not. mindful. If I say I can't do something, I'm like just kidding. Oh, I no, can do just it. Kidding. Just, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, I mean, I mean, quick to just like just kidding. I didn't mean it that way. And I always try to figure out a way of like how to refrain it because I'm not going to stop my goal. And yeah. I believe that we all stop ourselves. Like mm-hmm. we we stop ourselves. It's not the people around us. It's not your management. It's not your um, friends. It's you first. And a lot of yeah. times it's our, it's our, our words and it's our, our words, words and our mentality. Yeah, it's our words. It's our mentality. And it's also, sometimes it's not our fault because it's also lack of knowledge and lack of resources as well. Mm. So yeah. we have to be aware of that. Of course. But when it comes to yourself, I'm talking about self right now. Yeah. When we talk about self, like Bree said, it is yeah. like, it changes everything when you do like manifestation. Like literally I, we Yo, I can't wait after this. I can't say it now, but I'm so excited to tell you we're launching something so cool. It's so August. big, but we manifested this we manifested for, 10 years. It for 10 years. Now, I'm going to tell you a story. And I, I say this story a, a few, I, I think I said like one or two times before, but it was a girl. So I, I won last year. I won, I just won another one. But in 2017, I won the fastest growing company in America award. And the Shade Room posted it. But they posted it a year later. So they posted it in 2018 because that's when awards come out. And a girl said she seen me on the shade room. And she said to herself that 
she's so proud of me and she hoped that she can tell me that in person. She know she said she wished she could tell me that in person. She said it. I met her the next day or two days later. And I told her, and I told her, I was like, listen, and I never met her damn in damn my life. I never seen her. She never seen me before. The first time she ever really like said something about me was that day she seen me on the shade room. So now she seen me at the event two days later and she was like, oh my God, like dropped everything. She was like this. And then she was like, I was just, I just was talking about you. And I was like, what did you say? She was like, well, I said that I wish I can tell you how proud I am of you in person because I seen you just won one of the fastest growing companies in America award. But what I told her was too many people use it for things that don't really make an impact in their life. Her telling me, I guess it did make an impact because the feedback I gave her, but in the reality, if it was just any other person, it probably would have been just like, okay, you told me congratulations, boom, and we would have kept it moving. But the fact that I am how I am, I just love to give information. When, when, I, when I said it to her, I was like, well, think about this. What else can you do that with? Can you do that financially? Can you do that spiritually? Can you do that for your relationships? What else can you manifest that's going right. to potentially help you for the long haul, for the marathon? And so many times people do it for themselves. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they do it for just pointless things versus being intentional about their manifestations and saying, so like, true. this is exactly what I want. And this is exactly what, what I'm happy to have as if it already happened. And then it happens. Right. Yeah. So it's words are powerful. Right. It's, it's, it's power in the tongue. So you got to understand that. And when and when she did it, it came true. So you got to figure out what else does that show up in your life where you can actually use that same manifestation strategy on the things that you really want. And it'll come through because I, I feel like the universe is really listening and depending on what you feed it, depending on what they're going to give you back. So you got to be careful. It's like, man, I wish that person died or like what? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be careful, man. And then when yeah, that well. happened. To that person, you got to think back like, damn, like, or I'm going to give you another way of manifestation. Have you ever thought about somebody and then they just called you? Or you just thought about somebody and they text you? All the time. time. You manifesting those thoughts that you having is manifesting. So you got to figure out what else can you really apply that to? Because that's just proof that it, it happens. And, and like the universe is watching and listening. You thinking it in your mind, universe like yeah, to her, she asked for it. But if you don't take advantage of it, you know, you kind of have a superpower that you just got sitting there. No, it's true. I mean, I feel like for Breezy and I, when we were younger, we told our mom and dad that we were special. We were like, mom and dad, we're special. And we were like four. And there's a story that our parents always tell us. They always tell us this one story and this has to do with energy, but there's a story when we were, I don't know how old we were, maybe like five, mm-hmm. but our auntie, she brought home this guy and I guess we felt his energy early on and we started singing bad boy, bad boy, what she going to do? You know, we started singing that. And later on, they were Police showing this. Later on, he was a, like a criminal. But yeah, it's crazy though, that we, um, we were young and we started feeling out energy we start when yo when I tell you like even when we were like living in Minnesota and we had our idea for our business we had a notebook 
Mm-hmm. Like we were, we used to journal and we had a notebook where we would be like, you know, one day we want to see Rihanna wear our glasses. The next day we want to like, and we're going to live in New York. We're going to live in New York. Like we would just write stuff. And literally the, like we're living everything that we wrote. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would actually say is back then, again, since we were, we grew up in a very modest household where we thought the dreams that we thought back in the day were like our life goals that we wrote down we accomplished those in a few in a few months of living in new york and so Mm -hmm. it kind of forced us to have to think bigger and understand our superpower that we all have that we all need to put into practice but the superpower of manifesting and like believing it yourself feel it um act like you have it now speak like you have it now and the power yes yes i told myself every day for a whole year on my revenue goal. And I say, I'm, I love the fact that I have this and that I make this every single month. I say, I wish I say like, you know, I love the fact that I'm making this every single month. Thank you. I appreciate you. Like every single day. And I just multiplied it times four. I did it in one week, my goal for one month. I did it in one week. And cause it's like, it, people don't understand, man. You got to really tap into that. Tap into your full potential, man. Yeah. That's what it's about. It is. Well, I think our hour, well, it's 50 minutes. It ends in an hour. But mm-hmm. um, I'm excited that you got on with us. It's funny because you know what's crazy? Let me tell you about manifestation. So <laughs> the other day we, we were on, we manifested, we manifest, no, we manifested us. Like you literally called us, but earlier that day, me and Breeze were making TikTok videos. And we did the grinding we did, we did TikTok video like before you called us. Wow. We literally filmed that video. Uh, did you see the TikTok video we posted? I seen it. I seen okay, it. So we filmed it. filmed it like that morning. So when you called me, I was like, we manifested him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's No, it's not. That's the funny yeah, part. Exactly. It, it, it was the old spec would have said yes, but the new and improved 2.0 spec, like I understand what just happened. Right. right. And, and it's like, did you post it? Before I call, no, I I ended up um I ended up posting it or afterwards. The day, the day, day later. later. Oh, you posted it after I called. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. See, that's what I'm saying. That's that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. But yeah, I think I think um the hours gonna go by and my phone's kind of low, but the hours gonna go by and Instagram acts weird. So I want to make sure we get this video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So listen, man, y'all keep doing what y'all doing. I'm definitely a fan. I've always been a fan. Always will be a supporter. Y'all energy has always been electrifying. And you guys always been A1 to me, man. You know, and and, and I hope it has been, you know, reciprocating on y'all and for me also. So keep doing what y'all doing, man. I see y'all being huge, uh, even bigger than you guys are right now. I feel like right now at a one over 10, y'all at a three right now compared to what I feel like y'all going. So keep doing what y'all doing, man, and uh, keep uplifting the community. All right? Keep that good energy. Thank you so much. Right, and thank great. you for always inspiring us. Have an amazing day. Hope you and your family are safe. And yes. seriously, like thank that you. one day, like changed my whole mindset. So I appreciate it. And I'm not, I am not uptight anymore. Like at all. No more yeah. uptight Coco. Yes, yes. Let's go, man. That's what it's for. Each one, teach one. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Thank Thanks you. Love to you. Right. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Coco and Breezy podcast. We are so grateful that you took the time out to hang out with us. I'm Coco. And I'm Breezy. And do not forget to follow us on all social media channels at Coco and Breezy. 
If you have any comments or feedback or want to hear some topics from us, just send us a message. And check out our website, www.cocoandbreezy.com. Peace and love, y'all.